12-28-2020. What feels like aeons ago, thanks for that 2020, I decided to try a new strategy for dealing with work. It had been suggested by a couple of my Twitter mutuals, including some of the ones who share my issues with chronic pain. The suggestion was that I should try giving each day a work theme. That way I would stop trying to accomplish absolutely everything on the running to-do lists all at once, and might have an easier time with things like rest and recuperation, and not just working until I fell over. Whenever I've actually managed to do this and stick with it for at least a couple of weeks, I've noticed an upswing in my productivity, as well as in my general well-being. It's nice to take a day to focus on the posts and the various things that need to be done with them, with maybe some research reading on the side. It's useful to throw as much of the heavier-duty house cleaning as I can in a day. Not always the best idea for my physical health, but I do manage to get more done. Which is the long-winded way of saying it was a very good idea. Compliance with the new habit, though. I've not been spectacular at managing that. Especially this year. I touched on some of the not-so-great coping mechanisms I have in the post-hiatus update, and the protocols I have for trying to do everything at once are really easily triggered by stress or high-end pain or... And I had thought that one of those things was the reason for having such a difficulty going back to the focused days. Another friend suggested, shared, a new method of tracking things to me a month or two back. A method that might help me see patterns in amounts of work, types of work, types of pain, etc. As long as I manage to stick with it. It involves stickers. Which, of course, adds an element of fun. The hope is that the element of fun will help me stick with it. That new method started today. The focus for today was supposed to be reading, writing, audio making Sunday a day of some of the more fun types of work, with some just-for-fun scattered through. I had a bit of a rough start. Pain levels were bad enough that I started to autopilot directly into DO ALL THE THINGS! I was into my third cup of tea before I remembered. I pulled down the new desk calendar journal of tracking things with stickers, opened it up, saw what the day's focus was supposed to be, and retrieved the binder clip full of posts and tees in progress. Staring at the first tea post that needed to be written, I realized that it had not, in fact, just been the stress and pain that had been making things more difficult. It was figuring out whether or not I was going to need to change anything due to the pandemic. Especially with the stories of the teas. They are tales from the before time. The 2020 teas are mostly notations in the stack of tea journals. The furthest along also have tins in the leaning tower of teas in progress. There will eventually be teas and tea stories that fit into the framework of this year, but they aren't the ones ready and waiting. I think some part of me is still feeling like the normal things are not right for the now. Especially as I sit here knowing that a combination of ego Power hunger that pretends to be piety and greed is leaving millions of Americans without the lifelines that have been helping them to hang on through the nightmare of COVID. 
and nattering on about the tale of a tea that was inspired by events in the before time felt like it might come across as callous or tone-deaf to what is actually going on in the world. But we are still here, and we are still making tea. And while it seems like a small, frail thing in the grand scheme of things, I know that our teas bring others joy and easement. I also know that the stories of the teas are part of that. I'm pretty sure the sometimes oddly interactive way in which we name the teas is, too. When I take a step back, away from the pile of anxiety and the seepings and coals of worry, and take an objective and honest look at things, the work of tea, all of it, from the first test cup to the final audio editing to the first time I blend a new tea for someone that doesn't live here, is a large part of how I cope with the rest of it enough to continue to be able to try to help in whatever other ways I can. We're almost done with this hellish year, where we learned or relearned so many unpleasant things. A year where one of the mantras seemed to be, I don't know how to teach you to care about other people. Problem is, I'm not expecting a magical aura shift as we head into 2021. I'm not expecting a sudden end to the callousness, or the ineptitude, or the doubling down on bad decisions and disproven beliefs because for some, it is absolutely unbearable to admit they were wrong. None of this is over, no matter what the memes declare. Many of the battles we need to fight have barely begun. Every iota of cope, every moment of calm, we're going to need every last scrap we can find. So I will continue to tea, and listen, and hope and care, and help however I can, as I can. Because despite what this year has shown me about so many of the people in power, both in this country and in others, despite what it has shown me about the fear and rage and delusion of such a disconcertingly large segment of the population, I believe we can be better. I believe we can do better. And I want to be here to see that and I want to be a part of it. Here's hoping for progress on that in the coming year. <laughs>